You're listening to the girls around town here on Radio Newark, and I'm glad to say that it's warming up a little bit in here, finally. Probably something to do with the fact that I've drunk three or maybe four cups of coffee already this morning. It's also warming up in the studio because I have guests with me, so we can all breathe out and, and, and warm the atmosphere a little bit. So thank you very much indeed to Lucy Millard and Maria Hewitt. Is it Maria or Mariah? Maria. Mrs. Maria, fine. Maria Hewitt, who have joined me from Beaumont House this morning. Ladies, thanks for coming in. I know, Lucy, you haven't come far because you said you walked, um, sprinted probably in this chilly weather, or at least strode out quite quickly. Maria, are you local too? Oh, and I've got st- so, sorry, I forgot to put your microphone okay. up. So, Collingham, um, and I got stuck in the auto jumble traffic, oh dear. which was a bit of a pain, but uh, <laughs> got through it eventually. There's always something going on traffic-wise in here, or, or roadwork-wise, or whatever, isn't there? Right, just very, very briefly, um, Lucy, tell us what you're doing these days we'll, we'll go back to the past after the news but tell us what you what, what you're doing these days okay so i am now the volunteer coordinator at Beaumont house so that basically means that i recruit volunteers in many sort of areas of Beaumont house make sure they're happy and basically that's it really brilliant we'll find out a bit more about that in a few minutes time um maria Tell us a bit about yourself. I've been volunteering at Beaumont House for 15 years and working part-time for the past two and a half years. Right, so that's the events assistant side of it, is it? First of all, I worked on reception, um, performance, and then I did a bit of part-time work in the kitchen, and then a job came up in fundraising, and I thought, you know what, that might be quite interesting. And uh, so I've been there probably two years this may i would say i wonder whether because when you came in i thought you looked familiar um i used to pop in and out of beaumont house once a week did you see the talking newspaper yes, i thought you looked familiar that's why, that's why then yes. that'll be when i was on reception <laughs> yes. and, and it, I, we, we were also talking while we were playing that song about what a small town this is and how everybody <laughs> knows each other so yes. there we are we have another example of it now we're going to be finding out a lot more about both uh, maria and lucy as the show goes on heading up towards the new we'll catch a little bit and then after the news we'll get into the nitty-gritty both of um days gone by for lucy lucy and i go back quite a long way and it's really great for me to be able to turn the tables on i promise not to be too too awful Uh, (laughs) for me to turn the tables on lucy and be the bomb that's interviewing her because she did she has interviewed me on various occasions in the past and we'll also find out about the various different things that are going on at Beaumont House that are coming up at Beaumont House. One thing in particular that I'm sure Maria wants to tell us all about, um, and we'll we'll find out what that is and how it went and why it went in ooh, probably in about twenty minutes or so when we get past the news and we start talking in more detail. Here with me in the studio this morning we have Lucy Millard and Maria Hewitt from uh, from Boundary Sound oh good grief. From Beaumont House. Um we were having a conversation while that music was playing. It's obviously still uh, playing in my head. Mm. We're going to be talking a little bit later on about things at Beaumont House, specific things and general things, things like how you can get involved, how people can get involved. But before we do that, we're taking a look back with Lucy. Over 40 years um, career with our local newspaper, the Newark Advertiser. Now, Lucy, we were saying that things were very, very very different when you first started we with pre-technology days the newsroom must have been extremely different 
Yes, well, I was just 17 when I joined the advertiser and there were about a, a dozen reporters, I'd say, and we all had a, a typewriter, so it was a very, very noisy environment. Our news editor used to sit at the top of the table, he used to have a big diary and it was our job as junior reporters to go and check in that diary each day to see what jobs he's got us down for. When I started, I couldn't even drive, so if there were any jobs on the diary where I had to go out and see somebody, I used to get on my bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I presume in those days um, you were in the offices on Appleton Gate, yes, just off Appleton Gate, was it there? Yes, we were. Mm -hmm. So the newsroom was on the top floor, and as I say, it was a long building uh, long room we, we were we were in uh, all the reporters uh, we used to type up our stories give it to the news editor who would then sometimes throw it back at us actually <laughs> literally <laughs> um, but once he checked it was okay then we had a very noisy tube system where this we'd put the uh, copy into a tube and it would be sent to the editor who was sat in a very plush office just down the corridor. So, so, so one of those tubes that went zooming along above your head? Exactly. I remember those not, um, from the days when I used to go. There was a, um, a shop on Friar Lane in Nottingham where we used to go and buy school uniforms and they had one of those for the cash. So you went and you made your purchase and you gave you, handed over your money, no such, well, I don't know about no such things as credit cards, I'm sure there were, but you pay, if you were paying in cash, it went into this little thingy and it zoomed across the room and then it came zooming back with your change and probably a receipt as well. Now, I, um, when I was working for the district council and uh, organising events and things like the Newark Water Festival, I used to go into that office very regularly to sit down with one of the designers to talk about usually about adverts and whatever so we, we do layouts of pages and supplements and things so i've got a, a vague record well not vague i have a recollection of what it was although it would have come on a bit by then i mean i think we've got as far as emails and things by then mm. but i can still envisage i can envisage that um it's kind of what you think of as being the archetypal newspaper um newsroom isn't it what you might see on the telly in an old uh, an oldish movie um when they're um as you say clattering away on typewriters <laughs> and whatever <laughs> yes very much so and we obviously the phones would ring uh for instance when it used to be the newark show that was a really big occasion and we used to descend on that en masse carrying our portable typewriters <laughs> And uh, so then we used to f- file the copy. We used to have uh, two secretaries who would actually take our stories from us over the phone as well. So that was uh, quite a quite an art, actually. I can imagine. Yes, those are things very, very different towards the latter stages of your career with the advertiser. Yes. Yeah. I, I, again, I've been into I've been into the advertiser in later times when it, it got in, in still in Appleton Gate, and it obviously wasn't quite so clattering. And I've also, I've also been to the new advertiser offices up in Fernwood, where it's, it's, a, it's a haven of peace, relatively speaking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, the advertiser does always try to keep up to, uh, to date with um, any advances. Um, we were one of the first to have colour photography, for instance, and so with the advent of computers, yes, we were going to 
uh, go digital really and, and website and everything yes yeah very much so that's become more and more uh, important and then in fact that sort of changed that the whole of the news gathering process in a way because obviously we were a weekly paper uh, in competition with daily papers and so it was our challenge to actually come up with a new angle um now with the advent of our, our website we were there often ahead of everybody else hopefully getting our stories uh on- online and, and and even on facebook and twitter yes very yes, much yes, so. yes yes i used to tweet <laughs> yes and i follow both your facebook well, well the advertisers facebook and twitter feeds obviously um because of my 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 own job and uh, frequently feature m- minus the byline of course you don't get a byline no. when you send in press releases <laughs> but um, but i frequently have stuff in the advertiser so um i it's, it's been a little while since i've visited i must admit obviously it's all done yeah tell it the occasional phone call but more often just emails and whatever so you can you you kind of lose a little bit of the personal contact that we had in the in the days gone by when like i say you'd come out and talk to us uh more often perhaps yes well i personally always tried to go out and visit people uh, obviously it's not always possible but uh, it really depends on on, on the story and um, i always used to feel that if i was able to sit down with a family um, then i did used to get a much better story but, absolutely uh, right let's have a little bit more music and then we will talk um I think we, I think we'll talk about. Um, no, let me just think. Yes, um, we're, we're going to talk before we get on to Beaumont House. We're going to talk about some of the highlights of um, your time with the advertiser. Um, and there are one or two things that, um, in particular, like for example, one particularly legendary comedian that we both remember from days gone by and of course you um you covered a lot of or quite a few royal events as well here in newark didn't you or in in the area um so we'll talk about some of those as well and then we'll get on to talking in more detail about beaumont house and what's happening there you're listening to the girls around town here on radio Newt with our guests this morning lucy millard and maria hewitt we're just going to have a couple more minutes talking to lucy about her advertiser days and then we will get on to the nitty-gritty of the beaumont house side of the story and particularly maria's story so lucy um some highlights of your time i mean apart from interviewing me obviously at the advertiser um ken dodd springs to mind a legend Yes, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we come to the wonderful picture that was used uh, with my article. Thank you, gang. Y- yes, and also <laughs> used on my website. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and on my Facebook page. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. So yes, I w- this was quite near the start of my career actually, and we used to uh, take it in turns basically to be on weekend duty, and so I was on the weekend duty when Ken Dodd came to town. So I was sent along with my notebook, my shorthand, to interview him. I arrived at the start of the show and was told that he was pleased to see me, but I'd have to wait until the end. (coughs) So I stood at the back of the theatre and waited. 
and waited and waited. <laughs> <laughs> he was value for money, was our Ken, wasn't yeah. he? <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm sure it was gone midnight before he'd actually finished. Um, the, sh- the audience loved him. And uh, he did, in fact, yes, give me half an hour of his time, which was wonderful, really. <laughs> I um, In my days with the District Council, I was marketing manager for the Palace Theatre and I can remember the horror with which um, staff members at the theatre greeted the news that they were getting Kendall. I mean, brilliant that he was there, but they knew that they were going to be there for hours and the audience members of the audience had to disappear out some of them at some stages because they got to get the last train and he was still going and he was still going and he was still going so you certainly got your money's worth out of him funnily enough i was um, i was flicking through the um television schedules yesterday and i saw there was a program on one of the freeview channels that was celebrating one of his big birthdays it's a couple of years old and it was replaying unfortunately it was on quite late uh, so and I, I had to get up relatively early this morning otherwise i probably would have been watching um now the other thing i must remember when i put the post up about your coming on the show on our, on our website and shared it on facebook Rosalind, who would have been here today but she has um other plans I'm not quite sure what, but she, she couldn't come in today. She asked me to tell you that there was a time in her life, I can't remember how long ago it was now, when she played a Diddy man, a, one of Ken Dodd's Diddy men <laughs> in a banter or on, on, on a stage show or something. So <laughs> it's a shame she's not here to talk about it. Now, as, as well as going to things like the theatre, um, you have covered royal events. I think the Queen coming to the area. Yes, uh, so royal visits were always very big things in the advertiser. So the Queen came to Southwell actually uh, to distribute her, her Monday money. And uh, I was very fortunate that I was the reporter chosen to be actually inside the Minster. We had a team outside talking to the, the crowds, but I was the reporter lucky enough to actually stand just behind the recipients. And uh, so the Queen passed by very, very closely. Very, very closely. <laughs> and, and, and were you um, equally close to Diana? I think you, you covered something with Diana, didn't you? Uh, that's right. So she came to RAF College Cromwell and i think that was for the queen's review she looked gorgeous absolutely gorgeous <laughs> and uh, prince charles actually came to newark as well to uh, i think it was for the opening of the violin school mm-hmm. and so that was quite an occasion now another celebrity that you interviewed um during your time with the advertiser is sitting beside you oh wow tell us about that one so this is maria <laughs> who uh, I think, as you've already heard, is a volunteer of one House. But I was lucky enough to actually get a front-page story out of her, and perhaps I'll let her tell her herself. Go on, Maria. What, what, what was your moment of fame on well, the advertiser front um, page? In 1998, I had triplets, um, and Lucy got to hear about it, I think, because prior to that, I was looking after some children who went to the same school as, as, as her children did. Um, 
And so she came along and took a picture and we were on the front page of the advertiser. So, so the triplets now are in 20, their 20s, yeah, yes. 21 this year, so yeah. <laughs> Time for a repeat. Yes, I did yes. say that to them. I said, you Absolutely. need to be on the front again. Didn't go down too well. <laughs> I did ask that, yes, but they refused. <laughs> <laughs> so moving then away from advertiser days earlier this year lucy you left the advertiser and you moved over to work for beaumont house just explain to people in a little bit more detail or remind people who might or tell people who perhaps weren't tuned in before the news what do you do as volunteer coordinator okay so i did reach a milestone at the advertiser 40 years i've recently become a grandma and so i just felt oh this is the right time for me to go and so when i saw the advert for the volunteer coordinator at Beaumont house i thought i'd really really like to have a go at that i applied and was lucky enough to get the job so basically my job is to recruit volunteers there's so many areas in Beaumont house that we need help and so uh, I've been going out and spreading the, the, the message, really. Um, I also help with their training. I make sure that they're happy and just generally find out the areas in which they're needed. Because it's, it's not just the hospice, is it? it there's, the, there are the, the, um, there's the shop in town, the charity shop in town, presumably also manned by, or personed, should we say, by volunteers. <laughs> Yes, very much so. So, obviously, we have the shop on Stobbin Street, which is uh, an excellent place for a bargain. I've shop there myself. and we, But we also have the, the shop in Southall. And, in fact, I really, really do need some volunteers there. Well, we'll come to it later on. Before you go, we'll, we'll make sure we give people plenty of contact details as to where they can find out about that sort of thing. And, of course, also your vol- uh, the volunteers, as well as manning, personing, womaning, whatever, the shops and, and the hospice, they're involved in um, backpacking, fundraising and whatever, all that sort of thing, aren't they? And also lots of events, which is where we go back to Maria. Now, Maria, you've been somewhere lately. I have. Tell I've us been about it. On an amazing um, sunrise trek in Nepal, over the Annapurna Mountains, um, trekking for five days, three days going up constantly, and two days coming <laughs> down. Um, really, really hard. I had done quite a bit of walking before, <coughs> but I'm not a gym type at all, um, and so it was a bit of a struggle. But uh, brilliant, amazing, and and. Weather-wise, are we talking good weather, bad weather over there at the moment? um, Cold in the morning, sunny in the middle of the day and cold again at night. Um, We had two terrific uh, storms, um, hailstorms with massive hailstones that they haven't seen for some time. um, And really cold and a frost overnight at that point and loss of power um during the storm so yeah a little bit back to basics and and, and was the group taking part purely beaumont house or were you part of a bigger group no there was just the five of us from trekking for beaumont house to raise money um and then we had uh a lead guide and then four more people that were sort of carrying bags and assisting as well so and and perhaps you should give if a quick shout out to the other four volunteers then yes i will so we had uh, dr david as we called him dr david wathen from the town um kate wood jane wright and tanya payne so 
and, really and, good. And obviously, this was all sponsored. You, we you, were all sponsored, sponsored yes, yeah. and yeah. we've raised um, over seven thousand pounds between us. Fantastic, so, yeah. brilliant, and that will obviously go into the kitty, so to speak. It will indeed. To yeah, pro- yeah, provide yeah. more services for yes, the Beaumont House. Yeah. Now, you said you said earlier on that you've been with Beaumont House in one way or another for fifteen years, so. Have you, have you done other events or other things like, um, that's like this? That's the first thing I've... No, I've never done anything like that at There's all. There's nothing like starting at the no, top, No, no, no. <laughs> and I just decided that my children were old enough to offend for themselves, as was my husband. Um, and I had a bit of extra money. And so... And my mum um, was cared for by the hospice um, a couple of years ago in day therapy, um, which she really loved. And that gave my dad um, a big break. And then I had a really close friend that died at the hospice uh, a year and a half ago. So I felt it was quite nice to personally be able to raise some money and, and give something back for the for the care that they'd had. Now, I think that's one of the things about Beaumont House. It's, it's very rare if, you, if you're talking to somebody that they haven't had a family member, a friend, uh, someone that they know who has benefited from the... Um, the, the various different facilities, services, yeah. whatever at yeah. Beaumont House. It's not always it? coming in. It can no. be, you know, out in their own home. And my friend was cared for at home. She only actually spent a short weekend and and, and a day or well, a few hours before she died. Um, but she was cared for at home. And then you know the family have got support that way. So yeah, it's really really, and it's all you know no charge to the mm. customers, mm. so to speak. So, right, now you've got Annapurna out of the way. Are you going to go on to bigger and better things? <laughs> or could there be bigger things? I'm I don't not know. sure. <laughs> I, I might do it. They're doing a, we've had one skydive just before I went. I might do a skydive in September. I don't know. I'm seeing, I've done one before, but um, I might do that again. I might do one of those. So it, when you're not climbing up mountains or preparing to um, leap into the um, atmosphere from an aeroplane or whatever... On a, on a sort of day-to-day basis, tell us a little bit about what you do at Beaumont So House. I assist uh, putting on events that we have, uh, larger events like the ball that we have once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got, we usually do with some sort of a run. So this year we've got our second uh, glow run taking place um, 30th of October this year to coincide with Halloween. And so we're calling it Fright the Night this year. Um, so there's spooky things going to be happening there. Um and that was really successful last year because we used to do one with paint, which has sort of sort of seen its day. And so now we're doing this with without paint, but with with neon lights and things, right, yes. and, and making it into more of a sort of a, a day, you know, more of a celebration this year of Halloween, and hoping that more families will come and children. Uh, and, and, and raise sponsorship and come and have a good time, basically. Because there are quite a few things that have become sort of um, regular occurrences yes, in the Beaumont yeah. House um, calendar, aren't yes. they? Like the ball. Yeah, and we do um, the light up a light service. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and I noticed as well, now this is something that I know a little bit about, um, there is a dragon boat race coming up. Yes, there is. Yes. yes, that's a new thing. That's happening in September. And I believe we've already got several teams um, signed up for that. So that's taking place, I want to say, the 15th it of is. Yes. September yeah. um, on the Trent there. So that's... Uh, corporate teams mainly as opposed to sort of families that would come and get involved in the glow run so it's a it's a different thing for us to do and we've not done that 
before, um, but it is proving to be be quite successful in well, getting teams so far. Well, going back a few years, in the days of, again, going back to the Water Festival, I was event manager in those days as well as PR manager, and we organised, I can't remember, it was two or three boat races during the time of the uh, Water Festival. So I, I am fairly familiar with dragon boat race. I, I hasten to add, I did not. I don't swim anyway. I hasten to add, I did not get in a boat, but I obviously organised it and, and whatever. So I know how it works. I also have particularly strong memories of one of them. Because again, we had corporate teams, um, and I have particularly strong memories of one of my very close friends, Mrs. Elaine Ellison. <laughs> she will not thank me for reminding <laughs> people of this. Fell in the oh trent and had to be Gross. rescued i mean she was fine she didn't hurt herself or anything but she did end up in the water i think as i recall like she was the only one but we had our local mp we had all sorts of well-known uh, business people taking place and as you say this one's sunday the 15th of september um first race at 10 and it's in um aid of not only yourselves but yes. also the children's bereavement center another very well-known charity in yeah. the area so we're running that in partnership with them yeah. brilliant fantastic so um we're going to have a short break for a little bit more music um right now and then we'll go back to talking about some of the things that are coming up if there are things that lucy and maria particularly want to highlight for the future and most importantly in some respects we need to give you lots of contact details so that if you want to help out get involved you know exactly where to do it Right, we are rapidly getting towards the end of the show. We've got just over 15 minutes left, so we're going to get in as much as possible before we hand over to Dave at 12 o'clock about upcoming events at Beaumont House and obviously things you can do to get involved. So, um, any other events that you want to mention, uh, Maria, or that you want me to mention from that flyer because you've not brought your glasses? Yeah, my daughter's taking my glasses out of my bag. It's a bit bad. Um, we've got our Be Bright Blue Week. Um, which is in June this year, starting on June the 8th. It's usually much later in the year to coincide with the National Hospice Care Week, but we decided um, this year to move it because it becomes quite close to all sorts of things at the back end of the year. So we've got it in June, and we're just encouraging anyone, anywhere, to do anything blue-based, really, make cakes that are blue and you know turn their hair blue and, yeah, and raise we, money yeah we tend to see shops as well uh turning their windows blue and things or you know putting blue displays in their shop in their yes, shop windows yeah, they and can things do don't that. we yes yeah, yeah, yeah anything yeah. really to raise uh, a bit of money this year the target is to raise just over ten thousand pounds during that week and that will pay for inpatient care at the hospice for a month so really worthwhile cause indeed yes yeah so please do get involved now you also mentioned um lucy that national volunteer month is it month month not week no luckily it's only a week oh, oh, week, right. <laughs> <laughs> i think i might have a nervous breakdown if it was a month that, that is, is that did you say that was in june that's uh, it is so that's actually the week before our be bright blue week so that starts on june the first and in fact there's going to be a big volunteer fair in the butter market uh, starting from 10 o'clock and going on until three and that's going to involve lots of volunteer groups throughout the town and districts right so so not just Beaumont House but various other yes. um, groups of similar, similar nature so mm. if you are 
thinking of volunteering, please do come along because there are so many opportunities. And the following day, actually, a big thank you is being organised uh, for volunteers, and that's going to be in the castle grounds. It's so. the cake. I'm sure there's cake. I'll be there. <laughs> there's always cake at the one house. I've learned that. It's not a proper thank you if you don't get cake, is it? <laughs> so, um, any other events that we need to talk about coming up in the very near future? We are selling raffle tickets for the whole of this year. Of course. Uh, for a pound each to win a car in a partnership with Press and Girls Stops of Newark. Um, and we are at every event that you can think of throughout the area um and we'd love anyone to help volunteer an hour or two to help us sell raffle tickets um we're at the county show for two days um we're at the southern uh, folk extravaganza mm-hmm. that they have there and mm-hmm. i think that's three days we're looking for people to help there um just as many people as we can to sell as many tickets as we can so lots or of- if anyone wants to contact us and sell tickets um at their place where they work or through family or anything else like that so lots of opportunities for people to buy the tickets indeed, uh, indeed. Uh, out and about I, b- I believe i'm right in saying that they can also go into the showroom and and get them too can't they at Bretton girls thoughts yeah. yes they can yeah. or straight into the hospice yeah. so nip out of the car at the car park grab your ticket and then go and do your shopping and then Go and buy another ticket on yeah, Stockman yeah, Street sure. in, 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 in the, the charity shop. shop. Yes, 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 easy peasy. Right, um, Lucy, going back to um, volunteers, getting hold of volunteers, people getting in touch with you more, more um, specifically. How do they find out what kind of things you're, look, you're looking for volunteers for and get in touch with you to talk about it and hopefully offer their services? Yes, so our volunteers are needed to take our day therapy patients to and from the hospice during the week. We need uh, volunteers in day therapy to meet and greet and just sit with the patients as Maria does. We also need people on the weekend reception, that's so important. That's to meet and greet visitors. Um, at, at the weekends, there's only a nurse and a couple of healthcare assistants on duty. There's lots and lots of ways. So um, the best way, perhaps, is to give me a ring at the hospice, uh, drop me an email, or just call in. I'm always there. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so um, there is a a main switchboard number for the um, hospice, I think, isn't there, which presumably is the one that people would ring to get in touch with you? There is. Let's have a look. Uh, Right, the number, 01636 610 five five six so if you um are interested in finding out a little bit more about volunteering and you want to talk to lucy if you ring that number hopefully she will be at the other end of one of the extensions and you can talk to her (laughs) i'll leave a message for her you can also email now would you prefer people to email to the fundraising email address or direct to you lucy direct to me would be best if that's okay and that is so that's uh, lucy.millard at uk, and there is of course as you would expect as you would expect a website where you can find out all about what goes on at beaumont house and various different other things coming up we'll come back to that in a moment just one thing that occurred to us we were listening to that piece of music and chatting we have made an assumption 
that everybody knows what Beaumont House is all about because Beaumont House is so well known but there are probably people out there who perhaps don't know all that much about the background so Lucy has a couple of minutes to fill us in on some of the key points. Okay so the hospice was started more than 30 years ago by Dr Peter Jones and in fact the then um, news editor of the advertiser Maurice Cable who identified a need and basically it has just grown and grown. It does now cost £1 million for us to offer the services that it provides, of which we do get some help, but we still need to raise £650,000 from the community. So any help you can give us is really, really appreciated. Obviously, the time that our volunteers give really, really helps. And here I'd like to really bring in Maria, just to explain a little bit about why she became a volunteer. So I was looking to uh, have a bit of normality back in my life when my triplets went to school. So um, they started school in September and in January I thought, well, I really, I think I'll do some volunteering to, to give something back to the community. Um, I thought, well, I, I was just walking in town one day and thought, well, I'll just pop in Beaumont House. Um, and I've been there ever since. Um, and, I, and I just love it. Even if I'm feeling down, I always feel really uplifted when i go in there it's just such a lovely atmosphere and friendly warm um just really really nice um and at that point i didn't know that you know my family would directly benefit from what it has to offer um and i've seen so many families over the years you know really touched by beaumont house and uh, what it has to offer and that it does cost the families nothing because of all the uh, fundraising that's done and uh, that's just good as well because people can, you know, they don't have to worry that they walk through the doors and they're going to be given a bill at the end of the week or, you know, everything is free for, for them and their families. Thanks so to, it's really thanks, supportive. Yeah, thanks to the generosity, not only of the volunteers giving up their time, but also local people supporting the charity. Yes, um, very much so. Now, there are, as we said, there are all sorts of events going on. Um, there is a website uh, the the Beaumont House website so you can find out more about it so I'm just trying to click on the right link here on the computer um, beaumonthouse.co.uk the th- first thing that comes up says win a car for a pound so yeah that's a good start isn't it <laughs> uh, but as you trawl around the website so to speak you'll find out information about uh, the lottery about the dragon boat race it's all flashing up as I sit here about um Oh, all sorts of things going on. And you'll also find all the contact details. You can also go to the Girls Around Town website, girlsaroundtownonline.com. There is a blog on there, which is called, again, I'm just trying to get back to it. I'm going different hands and different fingers and all sorts here. There's a blog on there, which is called A New Chapter Begins, because obviously we're introducing the fact that uh, Lucy has moved to Beaumont House. It's got a lovely picture of a very young Lucy Millard there, sitting with Ken Dodd. Thank um, you. <laughs> also on there. You, you look really happy, actually, Lucy. Uh, <laughs> really, really cheerful. Very tired. <laughs> also on there, there is a direct link to that Beaumont House website, so you can go either way, either direct to the website, or you can go uh, via the Girls Around Town online website. Of course, there are also facebook pages um and twitter feeds for beaumont house which i'm sure you'll find on the website links to those so plenty of ways to get in touch lucy maria thank you very much indeed for coming in this morning we've warmed up a bit now haven't we it doesn't feel quite so quite so chilly in here 
do come back and tell us about some of your um, yeah. events over the in in the future. It would be lovely to see you. Um, in the meantime, the best of luck for the Dragon Boat. Well, I'm sure we'll talk before then, but the Dragon Boat Race, the Blue thingy bob i can't think of the word for it <laughs> and all the things that you're doing next week i will be back and i'm just trying to think who's with me it's rachel yes it's rachel who's with me next week i don't think we have a guest so we're going to be talking oh all sorts of bits and bobs because we haven't seen rachel or heard from rachel for a while anyway so she'll be updating us and we will probably have a report back um at least uh, from someone about how today's new does bake off went and uh, i'll probably be updating you on how my packing's going for my holidays because i've only got 69 uh, 59 sleeps left you know so i haven't got long right we're handing over to dave right now for the sunday lunchtime show because he's uh, new on that one he's taken over from craig on that and um, as i say i'll be back next week with rachel in the meantime, have a great week. Hopefully the weather will pick up a little bit. See you next Sunday. We-